Celebrating the people, places, and stories that make Manitoba great. Plus a few random thoughts here and there. This is Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Here we go, episode 41 of Between Two Shows as we get closer to the uh, holiday season. Carly, you got an early gift. A new car! Yeah, I did get a new car. Yeah, that is that is crazy. It's just a lease and <laughs> nobody bought it for me, but I guess that's a gift to myself. Isn't it though? And my safety. Yes, the reliability that goes along with it because, I mean, you had your other car for so long and yet you still don't really know how to plug it in for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to plug this one in either, but we will learn. Honestly, I haven't really had, like I drive it to work and then that's kind of it. I haven't really had, my boyfriend has not been in the car yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really had a chance. Oh, I've taken it to hockey. That's been nice. But yeah, I haven't really had a chance to learn about any of the features of the car yet. Well, there'll be uh, plenty of time to do that. Also, plenty of time to uh, fit in some uh, holiday TV specials because now is the time of year for all those Christmas TV specials, those Christmas movies that we love to revisit. Yeah, I've been watching for a while now, but now, now is the time, now that there's snow on the ground. And also on this episode, I had a chat with someone that I very much admire her whole family, in fact, uh, Jessica Walker, who uh, started the Little Red Barn Micro Animal Sanctuary. All that and more coming up on episode 41 of Between Two Shows. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. What is the best fake song? Like a song that exists, maybe it was a show or a movie, but like wasn't actually released, wasn't played on the radio. Hmm. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is the Joe Exotic song, I Saw a Tiger, which is a real song, but Joe Exotic pretends that he's singing it, but he definitely, definitely is not. Can you give me your example, and then I'll see if it can spark anything in mine? Uh, The first that came to mind for me was uh, A Little Bit of Lexus. Oh yeah, that is a very good fake song from yeah. Schitt's Creek. Very catchy, and then has the it has special choreo as well, right? Special choreo, and then she performed it with Kelly Clarkson on the Kelly Clarkson show. So um, I think that that song is super catchy. Of course, not real. Uh, this was a post that I had seen on Instagram, and um, in the caption they put Scotty doesn't know, and I I know oh, that like from Euro all, Trip. Yeah, all yeah. Y- um, I remember my friends loving that song growing up. I just never cared about it. Oh, that, that I think that movie was just came out at a very right time in pop culture. So everything about it just ended up being talked about so much that maybe it seemed like a bigger, better thing than it was. But I watched it maybe like seven years ago and I felt like it still held up really, really well. Really? Yeah, especially because it was Matt Damon singing Scotty Doesn't Know. So that was a weird element that I don't think I recognized the first watch way back in the day. Who? Matt Damon. Matt Damon's in it? Matt Damon is the person singing Scotty Doesn't Know. Matt Damon made a cameo as like the guy in the house band in that backyard. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, I guess a little bit of Alexis is just like very recent in my mind. So so that's why that came up. But I just I just like that song. I feel like she could have her own show, you know, and that <laughs> and would that's be, gonna be the theme. That would be the theme song. Yeah. Perfect. Between two shows with Drew and Carly. You order shoes online frequently, Carly, right? <sighs> More frequently than I would like to, but yeah, I've done it. I've done it a couple times. It seems like a, a hassle because I've just ordered a pair of winter boots and I size them based on winter boots of the same brand from the same store. They are much too large and now I've got to figure out I guess how to get them back. I mean, I could, I ordered them from Mark, so I guess I could just bring them back to the store, but I felt, I felt like, I felt very confident. I think you could just take them back to the store. I felt very confident in this one though. I picked the same, it was the exact same boot that I bought two years ago and it is not the same size. Did you, I don't know, I've never been on the Mark's website. Do they have reviews? 
Yeah, they had reviews, and the reviews were mixed. Some people said it fit large. Other people said it fit great. So I didn't know who to who to go with. So I was like, well, I've got the I've got the boot right here. I'll put it on. Yeah, this feels good. I'll check the size. Great. Let's order it up. Uh huh. Trying to yeah. take advantage of a sale, and uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, didn't work out. Truly hate sending stuff back. I hate it so much. Um, I will like avoid that at all costs. And I feel like marketplace has like Facebook marketplace is now like my way of just being like I'm not going to return something. I will just sell it on there. And I've had <laughs> gotcha. so much success lately with selling things on there. I think it's fantastic. There's so many things on there that I'm like, okay, this is from Aritzia, brand new with tags. Why didn't you just take it back to Aritzia? Um, we have an Aritzia here, but sometimes people are just right in the same boat as me and just too lazy. Okay, gotcha. So I should just sell my new boots for uh, an eighty percent loss. No, no, no. Sell them for the same price. People will buy it. I'm not kidding. Can I just give them to you? You take a commission. <laughs> Gladly. Between two shows with Drew and Carly. Well, this is a long overdue interview. Finally joining us on Between Two Shows, one of my heroes, 16-year-old Jessica Walker from the Little Red Barn. Okay, Jessica, for those who are not familiar, what is the Little Red Barn? Uh, well, the Little Red Barn is a sanctuary which is home uh, to a variety of farm animal rescues who were otherwise destined for slaughter. Our mission is to teach empathy and compassion through knowledge and personal interactions with our residents, uh, hopefully promoting a generation of children who are able to make the connection that farm animals are someone, not something. Okay, so what were the first animals that you rescued? George and Lucy the pig um, in 2020, who at the time were about 15 pounds each, but as many of our visitors know, George is about 700 pounds at two and a half years old. George is 700 pounds? George is 700 pounds, and Lucy, she's making her way up there. She's about 600 pounds, too. Oh my goodness, I didn't know. I was kind of like, oh, maybe like three, 400 pounds, like, I don't know. <laughs> wow, and the first residents were the pigs? I thought they were the goats. No, George and Lucy, they have been here since day one. Oh my goodness. Okay, can you talk about some of the other animals you have? And don't even look at your notes. I want you to just talk because speak from your heart. I know you know all of this information, but tell us about all the animals because we already mentioned pigs. We obviously mentioned goats. Who else lives at the Little Red Barn? So like I said, we have George and Lucy the pigs and we also have other residents uh, including cows, horses, uh, sheep, turkeys, chickens, and uh, even cats. We actually have a rescue uh, dog as well, a West Highland Terrier. His name is Lewis. Mm. Um, he's in our care because he needs uh, uh, intensive cleft palate surgery. And then, yeah, you also have your other cats and dogs inside your home as well. Well, even before we started the Little Red Barn, uh, my family and I have been rescuing cats uh, since I was little, and my mom started when she was little, so it seems like a family tradition almost. So we have our rescue cats, and some are inside, and some are outside. The thing that is most amazing to me about the Little Red Barn is just visiting there, which I have done many, many times, which is so magical. All of these animals get along so well. They all truly live under one roof together. So can you paint the scene at bedtime, what it looks like? Absolutely. That is probably the most, that's probably the best part is when you come in at night. And I'm sure lots of people, if you guys follow our social media, see the pictures of Daisy the cow. She sleeps right beside Lucy. And 
always on Lucy or Daisy, depending what night, there is one chicken who always sleeps on Daisy's neck. And it is amazing how all these animals, they're different colors, ages, sizes, different breeds. And they just, they really get along like a family and they, they love each other. And I think that is honestly a really great message that most people can learn as well. Absolutely. You failed to mention the TV in the barn, though. <laughs> yes, well... Uh, the animals in the barn always love to watch Star Trek, and that is their, their nightly routine. They come in, they have their uh, bedtime snacks and grains, and then we have to turn on Captain Kirk, and they have to see him before they go to sleep so they can have a good night. I think that's so funny. That's just like so many humans who have like their comfort shows that they put on before they go to bed. Maybe The Office, maybe Friends, whatever it may be. For the animals at the Little Red Barn, it's Star Trek, which is fantastic. It really, and like, just like you were saying, these animals, they are, they're just like people, really. They have, actually, it's really interesting. Daisy, she moves, the TV isn't on, and if we don't come and pet her before uh, we head inside to go to bed ourselves, she moves and wants us to come and give her extra attention. Oh my goodness, that is hilarious. Okay, so I would love to know, like, what are the long-term goals of Little Red Barn? Because it's still so new, but what are you guys hoping to do and accomplish in the next few years? Well, they with our tours and uh, people interacting on our social media and uh, the virtual school tours that we've been starting. Um, one of our many goals is to teach empathy and compassion, as I said earlier, and really empower everyone that hears our message to make decisions that help farm animals every day. Like every time we go into the store, we really have the power to make a difference in the lives of farm animals uh, by choosing plant-based alternatives. And it's, it's really a easy choice on our part that can prevent a lifetime of suffering for many, many animals. Absolutely. It's a very easy and delicious choice, in my opinion. So if people want to book a tour, how does that work? Well, all tours are booked online. Uh, You can go to our website, which is littleredbarn.org. And you can also follow our social media at Facebook and Instagram. Uh, You can find more information there. And we have different types of tours. We have a children's compassion tour, an exclusive compassion tour, and a Zen bovine or cow cuddling tour. Oh, cow cuddling. Tell me more. (laughs) Well, in other countries, it's called cow cuddling. Here we call it Zen bovine. And it is because cows actually have a slightly lower heart rate and a warmer body temperature. So when people hang out with them and they brush them and they hug them, it's a really calming effect on the visitors. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and people can interact with them, like I said, grooming or petting or even feeding them. And it's it's a really great experience, especially Daisy, uh, who was our original cow, is really just like a dog. And if she she likes what you're doing, she'll go around and, and lick you. Honestly, I have witnessed it. And I've also witnessed Daisy just, you know, walking away from her and her just following you like a dog. So I love Daisy and I hope to come see her soon. So are you guys still doing tours in the winter? Yeah. So um, all tours continue in the winter. But just a reminder, dress warmly. We do have the option of being in the uh, unheated arena. But just like in the summer, it's really up to the residents where they want to be. If they want to be outside or in the barn or in the arena, we think it's really important to give them the choice uh, to pick where they want to be. Absolutely. That's so important. And Jessica, I appreciate you and your family so much. Everything that you're doing for animal welfare. I think it's so, so important. So thank you for taking the time during your lunch break from school because you're 16 years old to join us on Between Two Shows today. Oh, well, thank you 
so much, Carly, and we love having you here. And I know the animals, they always appreciate all the extra treats they get and the attention. Have something to say about Between Two Shows? Record a voice memo on your phone and send it to Drew or Carly on social media. You might hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. Carly, you have a fire pit in your backyard, correct? Yeah, is that, what the, is that what that's called? It's not like a pit. It's like a, like, what would that be called? It's like an enclosed thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think I think fire pit will be the generic name for like those like outdoor fireplaces that are elevated and raised above the ground as well as like the circular structures. My question to you is, do you guys ever use it in the wintertime? Uh, yeah, we yeah we used it a lot last winter. Oh. It was like, yeah, I can't even remember how lockdowns work, but I mean, Christmas, we didn't see anyone. But then when you were allowed to start having people outside again, even though it was freezing, um, my dad would come over and we would have a fire and we had a cocktail. I think what? I was celebrating my mom's birthday in February. Was it daytime or nighttime? Daytime, but we've done it at night. Like Tim's brother is like really big on fires, so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he he's oh, he loves the fire. Yeah, I I love the idea of it in the summer during the day, but like yeah. I would have a cocktail, drink the cocktail, and then just go back inside. And Tim's like, that was actually like a lot of work to get that fire going. Yeah, for you to stand here for five minutes and have a drink, but. Yeah, why do you ask? Because I have one of the, I have like an outdoor fire pit, but it's like the portable type. Um, And I used to use it at my old house in Windsor Park. I've never, ever used it even once at my new house. But I was like, whoa, what if this becomes a winter thing? But do you think that it would be a big enough draw? Like, do people actually have like outdoor fires in their backyard in the wintertime when they have people over? Or will people be like, why are we outside when we could be inside in the winter? Um, I guess it depends on Any advice for setting the atmosphere, the mood to make this a convincing thing so that people want to come and do this? I'm not sure. I just, yeah, you need to dress appropriately and um, that's never something that I want to (laughs) do. But yeah, I I think that with the right drinks and the right people, you could be onto something. With the right drinks and the right people, you could do anything. It's time for the Papa John post-game report. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Strange game last night. Couldn't believe it. They played so good in the first period, then it looked like they took a sleeping pill. Yeah, they fell asleep in between periods for the rest of the game. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I couldn't believe it the way they played. If it wasn't for Halibut, it would have been a lot worse score. Other than that, it wasn't much of a game. And there was so cloudy out last night I couldn't find any stars oh no come on you can still give some <laughs> yes uh, number three star was Toronado okay yeah I got that goal yeah second star was Connors he played a good game mm. and the first star again double hockey sticks he kept them in but uh, I couldn't believe the way they played next game is Wednesday night against Columbus Columbus yeah yeah at six o'clock all right early start but as we say, go Jets, go. Nice. And we'll talk to you Thursday morning. Sounds good. Okay, sweetie. Okay, thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. I've really been stocking up on yogurt containers lately. Why is that? This is the time of year where my wife will be doing lots of holiday baking. We want to send people stuff, but we don't want to lose the good Tupperwares or those uh, like those metal tins. Um, so uh, yeah, a yogurt container is fantastic. It very nicely fits cookies. It very nicely fits peanut butter marshmallow square. I don't know if uh, she's going to do cupcakes or cookie sandwiches this year, but it is a fantastic container. And then there's no obligation for the person to be worried if they're going to lose it, return it, or if they have to return it, should they also put baking in there? No, 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 this is it. You just keep the uh, the... I can't remember which brand we get. Daneo? Is that is that how you say it? <laughs> You're asking the vegan girl about yogurt brands? You've never had yogurt in your life up until this point? 
I've never been a yogurt fan. Um, you you eat Greek yogurt? Yeah, right? I only like Greek yogurt. The other stuff is too too drippy. Um, I don't I don't know what it is, but yeah, my grandma uses the basil containers. Oh um, yeah, that's she doesn't do any baking for us. We don't we're not big sweet people. She does the like banana bread for my boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, and those are just in Ziploc bags. And we reuse those Ziploc bags like crazy, even though they literally are labeled banana bread. Even though like we can see right through them, it's clearly banana bread. Tim's parents use they give out they make nuts and bolts for everyone. Oh really? They wait. They make them. They make them. Yeah, lots of people make nuts and bolts. Super easy. Well, so like they just like mix a bunch of like cereals and crackers. And then they and have stuff? like she has like her own kind of seasoning that okay. she does. And then they're in like I don't know those like candy containers that are plastic that are clear. And she'll cut out something. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like you get like uh, sour keys in. Yeah, like those things. And she'll cut out something from like gift wrapping or a card uh, that's like, you know, Christmas. Oh, that's nice. And she'll put it on top. So we always have one that has like Snoopy or something on top. So I think that's really sweet. And those are always reused. And nobody feels bad when they don't get those back. Mm, Man, my yogurt containers aren't sounding as good. Maybe I got to get some seasonal wrapping paper on the outside. You do. But then someone's going to think it's a present and they're going to open it up and be like, what is going on? The best gifts are the ones that you can consume. So you're still doing well in that department. Thank you very much. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 41 of Between two shows we're very happy that you've uh, joined us once again to listen to our episode of the podcast mm-hmm, yeah we really do appreciate it i'm gonna stop asking people to send in uh their comments about the podcast leave us messages no i think just listening right now this time of year is enough yeah we'll uh, we'll ask again for reviews in 2022 absolutely okay bye that's it for this episode thanks for listening to between two shows with drew and carly